Welcome to the Human Size Leader Podcast, where we discuss the human side of leadership. I'm Zach. And I'm Crystal. And today we are going to be talking about how do we become safe people for people to share authentically with. Yeah, as we were discussing this, uh, it's more complicated than I think we make it, isn't it, Mm -hmm. Crystal? It is. You know, I think we most people have a desire um, to be good people, to be safe people. Um, I think we have a natural, whether we understand it or not, need and pull to be connected to people. But there's so many deny- dynamics between one dynamic, complex person and another. And so we think it takes time and intentionality and practice to be a safe person to another. At least we found that. I know Zach and I've talked a lot about this. We found that it's Um, And what we mean by that um, is that what does it look like to be a calm presence, to be a person that someone can share fully with um, and feel comfortable that that will be received? And uh, we're going to just dissect that today. Yeah. And times that I have not been a safe person, I I don't even realize it till afterwards, but it's Mm -hmm. when someone's trying to share something with me and then all of a sudden the conversation goes sideways Mm -hmm. or... Um, I'm not fully listening. The, yeah. the, and a great example for this, honestly, it, last night, I'm outside. I'm thinking about something else. My youngest child, Hope, she's trying to share something with me. And uh, I saw her put her head down and kind of walk away. Oh. And in that moment, it was like, oops. Um, I was not a safe, a calm, clear presence for her. And so yeah. We got to do over and try it again. So the goal is to not be that as yeah. a leader, right? Like, and not recognize have, it, recognize yeah. it like you did for a do do overs yeah. are big. We're a big fan of do overs and and practice and realizing and embracing that failure is part of practice and developing. So and not yeah. getting stuck there. I know for me, when I was thinking about this, um, my journey to understanding and and working towards doing this more intentionally, I used to think I was a really good listener because I'm interested and I ask questions because I am interested. I'm genuinely fascinated and interested with people, but where I failed for a long time and I still fail <laughs> because I'm human um, and my nature gets the best of me, but is a how I react when people share how the pace I use, like I'm a very, I'm always thinking and I want to share even when thoughts are half, mm-hmm. like I'm very external. Like it's like, for me, it's yeah. like, I want to get it out. I want to start like passionate out with people. But what I found is at first I realized I interrupted quickly um, and didn't give people enough space to share completely because I was so excited about my side or what I had to contribute. Right. But even once I started realizing that I did that and was verbally being able to pull myself back, um, my body language betrayed me where I'd like take a breath in and people pick up that I'm like, I have something to say, I have something to say, or like the way I would change my body. And, you know, I didn't realize how, uh, how that made other people feel until it came up and I got feedback um, from different people too. So it was verified that like, you know, they know when I'm like, I just can't wait to say, which makes them feel like I'm not listening, which is not a calm presence, but all that to say that it um, was a journey to even figure out my own um traps in that and how to adjust them. And I'm still working on it. I still really struggle. It's like inside of me, there's a whole mess of like intensity going on (laughs) that I've tried to like manage for the external. Yeah. 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 I totally get that. So what is, um, like how, what's the successful goal? Like we talk about reframing success here because, um, we're not just looking for a goal to check off a list. Um, and I, I think I was thinking, and Zach, what do you think about this? That the probably false goal would just to be, or the half partial goal, that's not the whole 
win would just be like, oh, I want to be a good listener. I want to make sure I understood the person, which is a good thing. But I think we're talking about something deeper. So how would you reframe success and being a safe person? I think you said listening and I've had those conversations where um, I'm well, I heard what you said, right? Mm-hmm. And that that's not what we're talking about when we when we're talking about listening, when we're talking about being a safe person. It's do do you understand what someone is communicating? Mm-hmm. And do I have the space to understand? Because um, so I think success, I think, mm-hmm. taking a stab at it would be that that I fully understand what someone's trying to communicate and that they know that I understand that, that there is a mutual between the two of us understood. In fact, um, I know I'm successful in this when someone's like, wow, someone gets it. Mm-hmm. Someone finally yeah. gets it. Yeah. That's the, that's the place I would take it to is that, and I have the verbiage for me is I feel seen. And I think yeah. why that is even beyond understanding because understanding can be very very uh technical it can be exchange of information without seeing the whole yeah. person if we're just talking what was verbally came out um and what someone was able to get out you know which which can be limited depending on how safe the environment is how much they can actually express to you but like i think there's um it's it's kind of hard to quantify but feeling like someone actually got to where you were at and and saw you and valued you and understood not just that they heard the words that came out of your mouth and are able to utilize that. Um, and so I was thinking for me, it's a win success when someone walks away and they feel what you said that I feel like they got me. I feel like seen. I felt cared about. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just like to acknowledge, you know, as a leader that that is a very hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I directionally have things that I want to do with my business. I have directionally ways I want people to grow that are underneath me. And if I'm not careful, that directionality, that vision um, can interrupt the whole goal that you were just talking about. I I can be coming in with this like, oh, here's the result I want to have in this conversation. I want this person to stop it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But But there's a dance. There's a dance that needs to happen. They need to be seen first and yeah. then directionality. And sometimes no directionality, just seen. Yeah. Well, and I think in leadership, that's the long game too. Like I think developing a person and helping them become a person that's aware and feels like they can process and and being able to speak into that safe space, which will continually allow you to um, go deeper in you know, relationship and development with them is a bigger win than getting the task done in the moment. Um, though I, I mean, honestly, we have to acknowledge that when you're it's in a business or organizational situation, there are things that have to be done. There are things that have to be met. So there is that dynamic, but, um, I was, and I, this is, I'm throwing this out here is what we call blue sky. That's something that a verbiage that we've used for those listening that that means it's a mess. I don't know if it's right or wrong. It's just something to throw out and tear apart nicely. Um, But is (laughs) the understood being understood actually for what someone is trying to figure out what they're trying to say or get to sometimes is actually a secondary, in my opinion, to someone being able to express themselves so they can understand themselves. Mm. Because I think that has, um, for me, gave something I have benefited so much from is people that were able to provide that safe space so I could figure out 
why do I have these feelings about these things? Why is this thing so hard for me? Why am I stuck? And they may not get why I am stuck or it, it maybe it's just because they're not in my space, but the fact that they provided that space for me to work it out myself. And I think this goes into even psychology and counseling and stuff I've, I've heard um, rep- repeatedly that having someone unveil something in themselves is the most valuable thing you can do in coaching or counseling or leading um, of a person, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it that's totally true. And if we're not, if we're not um, a safe space to where someone's not even going to come to us in the first place, we are going to be dealing with surface level leader problems all the time. That, And frankly, that's not where stuff gets fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, where things actually get fixed and changed is way underneath. Mm-hmm. It's it's the why behind the action. And mm-hmm. oftentimes as a leader, we're trying to stop the action. We're like whack-a-mole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everywhere and it just and it can get exhausting and then we're like why did you give me these people god and you know get right. into that kind of kind yeah. of mode but there's a better way than than whack-a-mole and it it is providing a safe space which hopefully after this you'll have some tips to to be that for someone yeah and then helping them be seen oftentimes leads to dramatic change in someone's life where they didn't even see why they were doing what they were doing because oftentimes we do we make thousands of decisions a day yeah but it's on like automatic Um, we're not even aware of why we're doing what we're doing i mean Mm -hmm. for me for example uh, (laughs) if i'm really stressed out um, i'm a salt fanatic and i will start eating (laughs) chips and salsa and standing at the counter. And I, it's an automatic thing that I do when I'm stressed. And uh, my, my wife- like, how come did those in the chips get in my mouth? I don't even know. Yeah, how did that happen? Oh, yeah. um, and then I go for a run and I look like a salt lick afterwards because there's yeah. so much salt in me. <laughs> but, uh, but sometimes I'm not even aware of my stress level until I go for the bag of chips. Mm. Until something uh, triggers I'm totally the... unaware. Yeah. Um, but if someone is in my life that's a calm- safe presence the moment i'm going for the bag hey how was your day yeah yeah it starts asking me it can reveal what's going on in me yeah exactly and i think i you know i trying to verbalize this is hard in a way that makes sense like we're practicing it right now try to make sense of me people who are listening but um i think that like you you're almost when you're able to do that for someone you are providing a level of security that they can actually explore what's going on inside of them and not be alone, like you're not fixing it for them, but there is something to that where it allows a person to um, actually dig a little deeper with guidance and having that support um, where they, they're the only ones who can do that work. And they're the ones who, when they unveil whatever that is, they're going to be able to make that change. That's not behavior management, just trying to do a task they're going to fail at because it's not coming from um, an internal place of understanding. But to get there, I think that we actually, it's kind of like holding their hand um, so that they have the strength and they have the safety to actually dig into that. And maybe even the motivation, because some of us don't even know how to get there. <laughs> That's yeah. something I had to have people help me get there because it's it's so much easier to to just go into the operational side, the task side, the, the, the surface, as you were calling it. You know, we do that with ourselves, like the eating and you brought up eating. That's a big thing for a lot of people. Like, yeah. why do why do I eat this way? Why can't I change this? You know, and so often 
um, is tied to stress and emotional things going on underneath. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we didn't even touch on this early on. And I just wanted to say you're, you'll know if you're a safe person, if people are bringing their problems to you, Mm. if people are bringing their problems to you and um, revealing themselves when they're in an emotional state and they're kind of ashamed, that is a sign you are a safe person for them. Mm -hmm. If no one's doing that with you, um, you're not a safe person and there's no judgment um, from me with that statement, but that mm-hmm. is a, okay, I need to work at this. Um, I need to, yeah. this is something that I need to spend some time, um, working at and probably a lifetime. Honestly, yeah. it's something yeah. we're constantly going to be working at. Well, and along with that, if you, if you start doing things to become a safe, safer person, you start practicing things that will help people to be able to share with you. Honestly, you may find yourself in a new space of having things more intense than you're used to being like unraveled in front of you or, or vomited on you per se. Um, and that can feel like failure because it'd be like, why is this person so frustrated? Or why is this person like so intense now? Um, but that could actually, um, I, I don't want to speak into every situation cause we don't know the health or unhealth of the people that, yeah. um, in the situation, but like that is, likely a sign that they now feel safe with you. It feels new and it feels different, but um, that could be success, even though it might be rough and messy. And that's messy is the part of this that we have to be comfortable with is um, emotions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if you're not comfortable with the, the mess, if I'm not comfortable with the mess, I can only speak for myself. When I'm not uncomfortable with the mess, mm-hmm. when I'm very uncomfortable with it, I will try to fix them uh, oh, yeah. and get them to stop. Let's put the box back together and let's figure out how everything fits. So, and you're fine. Everything's fine. For all of these people, including myself in the past, who say that we're uncomfortable with emotions or we, you know, um, we don't know what to do with them or we don't have them, um, anger is an emotion. And everybody, it seems to be more comfortable with anger when you get so frustrated you have a right to be ticked off. Well, that's an emotion. It's a secondary emotion that's coming from something else. So, I think sometimes we write anger off as just, or intensity of that nature. Um, but you're already experiencing it. It's We're trying to get to where that's not <laughs> the primary thing we're experiencing, right? Is when things get so tense or frustrating that then they pop into your... Yeah, yeah. And a simple question to ask yourself, by the way, when you're getting angry is, why did that make me angry? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then why does that make me angry? You Sometimes there needs to be three levels deep um, mm-hmm. on the anger before you're going to get to a true emotion, the primary yeah. emotion yeah. of the situation. So Crystal, what's the, what is the hope for the today? Like, what is the hope for today as a leader yeah. that you're trying to be a safe place? Well, the hope for today, I think hinges on, um, the primary factor you have control over, which is yourself. Um, and really with everything we said, practicing any of this with yourself and becoming, um, aware and managing your own emotions, anger, et cetera, is, is the first step and, and the necessary step to even try to become the safe presence that we're talking about. Because if you're not aware of your own emotions, you're not aware of how that re- how you react or what makes you react, you're not going to be able to do this well. Um, so, and why that's hope for today is because we have control over that. We can, we can start taking steps to be curious with ourselves. We can start taking steps, um, to become emotionally aware. And there's lots of resources out there for that. One that Zach and I um, have both participated in are right now um, 
training to be coaches in is Capable Life, which is a, a resource online you can find at capablelife.org. It has a lot of free resources. Just to, There's a book called Managing Leadership Anxiety, and that's just one resource. There's a lot of help out there, but you can just practice it and just having new awareness, like actually taking a moment and stepping back and, and being curious with yourself, like what is going on inside of me and understanding that. Yeah. And when we, when we take charge of that, when we take ownership um, of the things that we actually can control, which is ourselves, um, it's a full-time job. Mm -hmm. And when we're working at managing that and just um, listening to understand when I'm in that space, I don't have any time to try to fix someone. I don't have any time to focus on what's wrong with them. I'm Mm -hmm. so in tune trying to listen to them that I think that's part of that hope to for today you're talking about is when we we have complete control over mm-hmm. ourselves and that is it mm-hmm. um, yeah and, letting go of what we can't control yes <laughs> yes yeah which I, I'm hoping to figure that out someday yeah um, well I think I don't, I don't think you figure it out I don't think you figured out Zach I think it's just something you practice and sometimes you fail and then you yep The win is being like, oh, I need to practice that. Um, But I think I will say too, for the hope for today, um, I think we we need safe people too, if you want to practice this. And we're designed as relational people and relationship is where we find healing and and that support we were talking about and how, how we become safe people so people can grow. We need that too. And I think why that's so important is, um, most of us have things that are, are, are pretty deep, you know, things from our, our experiences in life, our family history, things that we don't really want to dig into because it hurts and it's difficult, but it really helps to have a safe person that can, can make you feel seen like we were talking about. And I think there's also value in, in having someone love you after the fact and like say, I heard you and I care about you or, or speak truth. Um, they have to be a safe person. Um, that's a topic for another day of how you identify a safe person. But I think um, I would encourage just to value that um, and and to look for, for a relationship in your life that could be safe. If you don't have that, um, that's something to start thinking about and what that looks like. So what uh, the action step um, that we're hoping that you'll take with this is just be better. No, that's not the action step. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a safe person, Zach. That's the example yeah. of not being safe. Um, <laughs> try again. You get a do-over. Okay. I, I, I think a great action step um, for you this week with being a safe person is, is listen to understand those that are closest to you. If you're married, mm-hmm. um, ask, ask them about their day tonight when they get home. And once I say fine or good, ask again, well, what, what was your high and low? And actually dive in and dig in to the listening just, just on someone you're close to today. Mm-hmm. Um, just try it out. Yeah. And give yourself grace if it doesn't go well. You know, we're a big fan of do-overs, asking for a do-over, which sounds like a weird thing. But, um, and yeah, try it. Be yeah. aware of what's going on inside of you as you try it out. Yeah, people are not going to reject you when you apologize. Yeah. For not listening and say, "Can I have a do-over?" Yeah. Um, it's actually a great victory, and that happens in relationship when there's a space for that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And be curious with yourself. I say if you're going to practice that, continue to, um, maybe it's baby steps too. I, w- I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even be against being like, I'm just going to go ask this question for the purpose of like, let me just listen before I react so I can understand what's, yeah. 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 I like it. All right. So we hope you, we hope you have a great day today and continue to fail forward as you become a better leader. You got this. Thanks for joining us this week on the Human Size Podcast. Join us next week when Crystal and Zach talk about finding a safe person. The need for people we can be authentic with is vitally important. Crystal and Zach dive into it for us.